It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Where will Derrick Henry be playing football in 2023? Some say Chicago. Some say he'll be back in Tennessee. Some believe Buffalo is still in play. Buffalo, a team looking at DeAndre Hopkins. A team may be looking at Derrick Henry. We're breaking it all down and more. The Fantasy Football Show, it begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, everybody? My name is Smitty. And I gotta I gotta play a little something for you first before we get to Derrick Henry, before we get to Jordan Love, before we get to a whole lot more of, of news, breaking news in your phone calls. Here we go. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. He certainly does. He certainly does a haul of a job. His name's Brees Hall, and we're going to be talking a whole lot more about Brees Hall in the coming weeks and months as everybody throws a lot of shade, a lot of, he's he's coming back from an ACL tear, Smitty. Aren't you down on ACL tears? Don't you not like ACL tears? You hated Saquon Barkley his first year back, and he did bad. You didn't like J.K. Dobbins his first year back. He did bad. Uh, Smitty, I don't understand. Every situation is different. More on Brees Hall. I'll sh- I should have a video uh, on Brees and, and uh, Kenneth Walker here in the next couple of hours slash maybe day. Okay. Now let's get into Derrick Henry. File on in the building. Appreciate every one of you. Michael K. CPA first in the building like a madman. This guy is a marvel right here. This Michael K. CPA. Uh, Prime's in the building. Jake uh, Golf. Appreciate you all being here. Look, guys. We've got a little Derrick Henry news to talk about. Now, this is a, a lot of speculation, but it's coming from a lot of different directions. Uh, this one right here uh, being reported uh, by uh, Adam Rank on uh, something pro, uh, uh, reported on by PFF. So it's like a, a couple degrees of separation type reporting here that I've got. But because two people are talking about it, I thought I'd bring it up uh, via this, this tweet here. Uh, what do we think, Bears fans, says Adam Rank, regarding the... Uh, the quote that the Bears see seen as the best fit to land Derrick Henry per PFF Sam Monson. Um, and PFFs, you know, they've got good content, but, you know, everybody's speculating, okay? We don't truly know what's going on, uh, and, and we, we have no really, nobody has really in, any inside track on what the Chicago Bears are really thinking in regards to Derrick Henry. So what we have here is a lot of people throwing out their best fits, their best projections, what we've been thinking could happen. Uh, but keep in mind that even the best of us are going to be wrong in that prediction game. We all 
thought the Atlanta Falcons would have been interested in Lamar Jackson. And we weren't wrong. That was an amazing fit. But that was what logic told us, that the, the Atlanta Falcons with Kyle Pitts and Drake London would have been the very best all-in team for Lamar Jackson. They were all-in on Deshaun Watson. They wanted Watson more than anything in the entire world. You'd think, oh my God, maybe they want another running quarterback, a really dynamic player that's underrated. Maybe, just maybe, Lamar Jackson's a better fit than Deshaun Watson, right? Because Deshaun Watson's busted, but guess what? Maybe Watson could be back. He could bounce back this year. I know a lot of you like him, but but he, he definitely you know kind of came back very, very slow. There's a lot of rust point is Lamar Jackson was a perfect fit like an almost I bet my house that this happens because of what we saw happen with Watson and because Lamar's available now for two first round picks instead of potentially three if he was slapped with the exclusive uh, uh franchise tag he would have probably went for three first round picks it was a shock to everybody including me that that Lamar Jackson was slapped with the non-exclusive tag which is uh, it only requires two surrendered first-round picks and, of course, a, a signed contract that, that the Ravens would reject because it's too costly. I thought for sure this was this was in the bag, in the bag, just absolute easy home run, for sure going to happen type of situation. It didn't happen. So we have to take this with a grain of salt. The Buffalo Bills were once thought to be the best landing spot for Derrick Henry. Now we hear the, the Bears are maybe the best fit for Derrick Henry. We don't really know. We don't really know. We do feel like Derrick Henry's potentially on the move and that is a, a, a real thing. There's real, real uh, momentum behind his moving out of Tennessee and the Titans potentially going into full hibernation rebuild mode. And as they should, because the Tennessee Titans aren't winning anything this year. And even with Derrick Henry still on roster, this team is going to be garbage. The offensive line's falling apart. Derrick Henry's now 29 years old. Uh, this is going to be an absolute uh, unraveling, if you will. And, and Derrick Henry, even if you think he's got another year left, which in Buffalo or Chicago, maybe he does. Maybe it's a, a different situation entirely, and we'll have to reassess Derrick Henry in this location versus Derrick Henry in this location versus Derrick Henry back in Tennessee because it is all case by case. Please understand that. Please understand that if I'm critical on Austin Eckler lasting the entire season in, 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 in a Chargers uniform or the same thing with Derrick Henry in a Tennessee uniform, there's reasons tied to that. Situations tied to player. You cannot separate situation from player until a trade happens, until something happens. And so if Derrick Henry lands in Buffalo or if he lands, let's say, in in uh, Chicago, we will reassess. I will tell you my my recalibrated thinking in, in regards to to these these guys, whether it's Eckler or whether it's Henry, whether it's Dalvin Cook, who I also feel like is potentially on the decline, right? And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. This is our, our king, our president of planet Uranus. Uh, but but Cook is definitely up there, and so you know, are there are there worlds where I draft these guys? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, 
Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I've been drafting uh, Alvin Kamara like clockwork in best ball drafts because he falls to like round 9, 10, and that's a good value. I, I am starting to be intrigued by Dalvin Cook in a new location, but I don't really like him in Minnesota. But guess what? Madison was re- retained. We aren't talking a lot about Cook right now. And, and, and I'm not saying we should be talking about Cook because he's an absolute gem or a, a great human being from what we can tell. We're talking about how likely he is to be moved and how likely his scenario is to change. How likely his scenario is to get better if Dalvin Cook lands in a, in a new location like, let's say, Buffalo. Like, say, let's say, Chicago or potentially uh, a Philadelphia. Like, those are locations that could change the course of decline or the sharpness of the downhill uh, uh, trajectory that these running backs, all of them, are on the tipping point and going down toward. Because Derrick Henry, make no mistake, he's not at his prime. He's at the, 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 the steady, maybe soon sharp decline of where his peak was. He's not at his peak. I know a lot of people want to believe that. I don't know if it's people trying to to maybe live vicariously through other players. And if you're if someone's 37 uh, years old and they hear Derrick Henry's 30 uh, uh, not or 29 and they're thinking to themselves, okay, he's 29 years old. I'm 37. If Derrick Henry's doing good things at 30 years old, that's great for me. I don't know what it is about people wanting to believe that they're going to be somebody that's an outlier to the tune of like two, three years. Maybe Derrick Henry is able to play 12 amazing games, 13 amazing games, 14 amazing games at 29. He certainly did it last year. And I admit I was off of Derrick Henry. I jumped a year early. I sometimes do that. I fully admit I'd rather be a year early than be left holding the bag and losing my league. Because guess what happens if I jump a year early? I'm not holding any sort of bag at the end of that. I'm not disappointed. I'm not mad at myself. I'm not ashamed of myself because I'm investing in a player that's right beside him that's safer. If I pass on Derrick Henry this year and I go after Joe Burrow in the at the top of three, so let's say Henry falls to 3.1, 2.12, and I decide, you know what, I'm going to go with a quarterback. I'm going with, with Josh Allen. I'm going with, with Joe Burrow, who falls now to bottom three, so you don't need to even take him at the bottom of two anymore. I'm taking a player I like better. I'm taking a player that's safer. I'm not ashamed of myself jumping a year early, but stats are stats, and history is history. And 29-year-old running backs aren't the same as they used to be. It used to be 30. You turn 30, you might have one more season left. Now it's if you turn 28, you might. You might, you might, you might barely scrape by, which Derrick Henry did at 28. He's an anomaly. He's an outlier. 29 is like the old 31. Almost nobody ever played well at 31 years old during the olden days when 30 and 31 were the drop-off periods. 29 is the new 31. A lot of it has to do with a lot of people saying, Smitty, explain it to me. Why do running backs fall apart now? 
it's starting at a younger age. It's being stronger, hitting harder, hitting hitting faster at a younger age. The toll a running back takes, the running back position is very different. Let me explain it as best I can. The running back position is very different because you have to hit a hole. You have to hit a hole at a certain speed and a hole closes very fast at the NFL level. If you are an RB and holes are closing faster for you, you're not able to hit the A gap or the B B gap before things get clogged up. You're not going to make it. You lose a step, you are done. Wide receivers can play smarter. Quarterbacks can play smarter. You can lose some skill, but gain some knowledge, gain some accuracy. There's different ways. Route running, you lose a step. Look, some guys aren't the fastest guys in the NFL to begin with, but they're better receivers than some of the speedier, quicker guys. Some of it's precision and route running. A guy like Adams, God forbid, uh, you know, or, or God bless him, I guess is the, the 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 better thing that we can we can send his way. Blessings, blessings. Hopefully he does well this year. I don't think he will. But Adams, it, it's it's not so much that Adams is going to lose a step. It's that his situation is going to be garbage. But a guy like Adams, let's say Adams gets traded elsewhere, and he, he's older, right? Adams is older. He could survive off his route running in a different location one or two years from now. He could reemerge and be like a, a borderline top 10 wide receiver two or three years from now. But he's getting older too. Wide receivers can kind of extend that out. Sometimes a wide receiver can play very well at 31, 32 years old. It's rare to be 33 or 32, but it happens, all the, it happens more often than it does for RBs. Derrick Henry... In Tennessee is Bust City. I repeat, Derrick Henry in Tennessee is Bust City. I don't think he does well in Tennessee in 2023. Maybe for the first month. So if you can draft Henry, he balls out a little bit here or there, struggles because there's eight-man front after eight-man front facing him every single day. He does well for, let's say, four or five games. You trade him high. Would I draft Derrick Henry in the third round? I have. We've been in a best ball draft promo code, Smitty. Um, Underdog Fantasy, link in description. Um, I'll drop the link right now. And if you guys want to draft with me, I draft pretty much every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight. There's the link right there. That link will get you in the door. Click that link and you'll get up to $100 bonus match on your first deposit. But you'll also be able to participate in the best ball drafts. I'm going to pin the link in the live chat right now as we speak. So please get on over and uh, and visit Underdog now. Sign up now so you're not delayed when we go live and, and do uh, best ball drafts late at night. But have I taken Derrick Henry at, at, at 3.1, 3.2? Absolutely. And let me admit something to you. I know you're probably confused by some of the stuff that I'm throwing around. Um, because I, I'm not somebody that, that, that doesn't adjust and adapt. Okay? I, I enjoyed drafting Derrick Henry in the third round. Not, not all the time, but I mean, when I did do it, I said, hey, guys, and I do this on Underdog Fantasy Promo Code Smitty. When we draft at night, I say, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. Hey, I'm going to try this approach. Hey, I'm going to try that that approach. Me doing the best ball drafts, about 50% is me wanting to win. Wanting to win for us to represent, right? And do good things. And I do a lot of drafts even off, off, offline without you guys. But when I'm drafting with you... 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My main objective is to take care of you. My main objective is to maybe try out a strategy that I've been kind of itching to try to see if it works so I can relay it to you or show you guys. And so sometimes I walk away from a draft going, I don't like this draft because I tried out a new approach that I don't normally do. Derrick Henry, that's a new approach for me in the third round because I'm a very don't draft Derrick Henry if you don't have the ability to trade him in a best ball, you're stuck with him. But what I kind of came to to learn about myself and my Derrick Henry drafting for 2023 or potential ability or capability of drafting him is that in the third round, I don't mind it. Not in a lot of leagues, but in one or two leagues. One league, if it's ta- we're talking redraft and best ball, a handful of, let's say you do 20 best ball drafts, maybe two or three of them. Drafting Derrick Henry in, the ra- in round three isn't bad because if he plays 10 elite games, seven elite games, and you have other players that get inserted for you in best ball because you don't need to set a lineup, the lineups are set for you based on optimization of your highest scorers each week, then Derrick Henry has a place. Best ball, Derrick Henry's more attractive in best ball than he is during a a redraft situation because you don't have to determine when to take him in or when to put him, you know, put him in or take him out. He could have a really bad game. Guess what? Your bench player steps up and starts for you in best ball. In redraft or dynasty, yearly league stuff, not best ball, it's different. And if Henry's in Tennessee, he's in a void for me. If, if, If it's best ball, Round three, I like them. If it's redraft round three, maybe I try it one league, but I'm probably trying to trade him after four or five weeks, and he could do well for one month. Derrick Henry in Chicago, I'm going to have to reassess that. I'm going to have to reassess that because maybe they keep him healthy enough that he scores 12, 14 touchdowns and runs for like 1,050, like 1,100 yards. Maybe he stays healthy because they run him 12 times a game, and he punches in a crazy amount of touchdowns. Same thing with Buffalo. Maybe he catches more passes than normal. Maybe he runs for 900 yards in Buffalo, pulls in 400 yards receiving, 350 receiving, and has 12 total touchdowns. Maybe Derrick Henry survives in a very creative, unique way of staying healthy, playing less, being more efficient in Buffalo, in Chicago. Two very good offenses. So understand what I'm saying. We'll circle back once he's traded. We'll reassess where we have Derrick Henry. And if he stays in Tennessee, you already know my answer. I'm pretty much avoiding him unless his third round best ball. And that's and and, and maybe one league in the third round where I'm trading him by week four or five. Jordan Love. And we'll, we'll take your calls in one second. We got super chats here. Uh, let's see here. This Should I send out a late 24 first for Jordan Love? 
Um, depends, bro, if it's a 2QB league. If it's a 2QB league, yes. If it's a 1QB league and you have no quarterback, I would consider it. But I would, I'd probably much rather go after a couple other quarterbacks first. I like Jordan Love. We're going to talk about him in just this one second. So hang tight and listen to this. Uh, Russian collusion with the Super Chat. Uh, Smitty, rank is... A bear, uh, Rank is a Bears fan. Yes, he is. So he's posing the question. But again, the reason I put that up is because the origination of the, the question at hand or the topic at hand, the Bears potentially being a best fit for Derrick Henry didn't come from him. It came from uh, PFF. And so that's why I brought that up on, on screen. Let me see if I can pull it up again. Is this it? Where is it? Where is it? Where Where's, where's my... Uh... I don't know. Did I put it down somewhere? Here it is. See, this original, this origination is from Sam Munson PFF, not Rank. Rank is a Bears fan, so we highlighted it. But I thought I'd talk about it since there's two people, um, you know, of significance talking about it at the same time. One, Rank emphasizing what Munson said, and two, Munson's the originator of that piece. And, you know... PF, like I said, PFF is good for some things. PFF is is just an opinion, you know, type of uh, of organization. On, on a, in another sense, with the, the the show that they have, I respect them. Uh, but doesn't mean they're right. Doesn't mean we're going to be right because logic is not always at play or in play when it comes to some of these projected landing spots because we're using our logic. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, Henry is Henry. I don't know what that means, Lone Star. I think that's probably, if I had to guess, uh, somebody that is potentially saying, and I don't know, I'm guessing because I haven't read any of your comments yet, that Henry's going to be different. He's going to be different. He's going to play till 45 years of age. I'm sure that that's what that take is. Um, didn't draft Zay Flowers. What do you have against Zay Flowers here, Lone Star? I could, I can already tell you're, you're, you're potentially a, a negative Noah in here. Don't draft Zay Fraudster Flowers. I got something for you, Lone Star. It's called the Moon Men list. And there might be a guy on there you'd be be interested in. The Moon Men. Dropping loads in outer space. Zay Flowers, right here on the Moon Men list, pal. Space Monsters. I appreciate different opinions, but Zay's a baller, bro. I don't know what this... This nonsense is here. Zay fraud fraudster flowers. What 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 makes you what makes you hate Zay Flowers? Uh most overrated prospect in the draft. Okay, he's underrated. He'll probably go as the fourth wide receiver. He's not very underrated there, Lone Star. So I'm not I'm not sure what you're throwing down. I'm not buying it though. I'm not buying it. Jordan Love. This is what this is what you want to talk about like a a uh, very strange uh, stat that you can't t- you can't it doesn't hold much water. I just thought it was interesting coming from our boy Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo, Trey Wingo's our new Adam Schefter. You like the new shirt? You like the new shirt? Bijan, baby. Um, I I I I just wanted to bring this up because it doesn't emphasize anything. I want to make sure that's abundantly clear. Uh, Trey Wingo says, I hope Love balls out this year, but talk about cherry picking a stat. Minimum 20 attempts, question mark. Love had 62 attempts last season. Purdy had 170, Tua had 400, and Mahomes had 648. Sample size matters. And I agree with Trey, but I do like I do like bringing this up because 
Uh, minimum 20 attempts, Jordan Love was <laughs> number one in the league. Highest passer rating when we figure out, like, this is like you you take your Excel sheet and you keep adjusting the numbers until Jordan Love pops on top. Like, anybody with a minimum of 25 passing attempts, Jordan Love's not in the top 15. Anybody with a minimum of uh, 23 passing attempts, Jordan Love's not in the top 15. Uh, oh, we tweak it to 20 attempts, Jordan Love pops up on top. Let's print it. Roll it. Roll, roll with it. <laughs> but... The thing that's interesting about this stat is that, uh, I mean, it's something, right? It's at least something. And I do feel like Jordan Love is very undervalued. And I feel like this is a, a real nice quarterback, too, especially in best ball, to go get because he's got a whole lot of upside throwing the football to Christian Watson, who we're sending straight to the moon and Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Not only is Jordan Love kind of becoming Smitty approved himself, but Watson is a moon man extraordinaire. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. So um, I, 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 it's just an interesting stat. Again, I like Trey Wingo points out. Points out it's it's a weird way to limit your sample size to try and elevate a guy's name, but I do like Jordan Love a lot, and I think that he's a fantastic best ball QB two. He's a very intriguing QB one. If you miss the boat and crap the bed at quarterback, and you don't go after the big boys, you don't go. You know, you miss on Fields. You missed on Joe Burrow. You miss on the top uh, three quarterbacks above. And you miss out on Trevor Lawrence. You just get sniped like crazy. Maybe you go for an Aaron Rodgers-Love combo and they won't be on the same team. I like I like Love in that context. I, I think he could be pretty decent. And I think Christian Watson's going to have a big season. Uh, Cheryl with the Super Chat, appreciate you. Hey, Smitty, if not too controversial, lots of Rodgers haters. And I hear different stories on vaccine situation. Uh, what actually happened with that? Um he, he basically, there, there's a lot of people, thank you for the super chat, a lot of people were upset because he wasn't completely honest and forthcoming with whether he was, he was he said he was, what was the word? I've been uh, inoculated or whatever he said, and everyone goes, oh. You know, when they asked, have you been vaccinated? He goes, I, I've been uh, immunized, immunized. He says, I've been immunized. And everyone just said like, oh, he's just playing on words. Okay, he did, he did get it. Because he was asked directly, have you gotten it? He's like, I've been immunized. It was just a sidestep. But he didn't technically lie because in his world, in his very strange, he's a he's a rare bird. He was immunized to his standard. And that was his way of saying none of your business. I've been immunized. Leave me alone. And then when people dig, dug into it and they found out he wasn't, and they're like, what's immunized mean? Did he lie to us? It became this whole big controversial thing. And Aaron Rodgers is on everybody's hate list because they think he's a drama queen. What has he done? Decided that he wants to play football again and did it on his own time and told everybody he was going to do it before the new league year. And he did it. And everybody else clamoring for when, 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 creating this this picture about Aaron Rodgers, complaining, complaining, complaining. When people say people when people say Aaron Rodgers is a drama queen, you know what I say? The people saying that are the drama queens. Anybody that says there, no, I'm sorry if, if you're in here and I, I love you and I don't want you to take this the wrong way. If you're one of my, my big time supporters and you hate Aaron Rodgers, we all have different opinions. It's okay. But anybody that says Aaron Rodgers is a drama queen is a little itty bitty drama queen themselves 
worried about it and talking about it and always running their mouth about it. That's how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't say a whole lot. He goes on the Pat McAfee show because he enjoys it. And when people probe and ask him questions and it comes out, stuff he doesn't volunteer only when he's asked questions and he's honest and he shoots from the hip, shoots straight from the hip. He says something and then people run with it. Then people paint narratives about him. And then he gets a bad rap. I don't even care what other people think. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers and I love the situation he's in. And I can't wait to watch him ball out because when he came, when he went into the darkness retreat, he said that he was 90% going to retire. And when he came out, he the way he described it was very delicate too. He didn't say, I came out and I wanted to play. He said, I came out. This is his like exact timeline. I came out, I got my phone, I turned it on at one bar. And he didn't say he wanted to play football yet. He just came out of the darkness retreat, turned it on, and saw from close friends and teammates alike, the Packers are moving on. And he said, I'm playing ball. I'm playing ball. He basically decided, I don't know how much percentage kicked him back into the the 100% I'm going to play, but certainly he was on the fence, potentially maybe going to step away from the game. And when he when they tried to break break up with him before he broke up with them, he decided, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I'm going to go play for the, the New York Jets. We'll see if the the Green Bay Packers continue to, to stall. Everybody blamed Aaron Rodgers. He's taken forever. The Jets, poor Jets want to make a move. Poor Jets want to make a move. It's all on the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are dragging their feet. Not Aaron Rodgers, just because Aaron Rodgers waited to announce that's what he wanted to do because you and me and everybody else that calls him a drama queen wanted to know now... We want to know now, not when he wants to tell us. We want to know now. It had no bearing on anything because the the Packers are the ones dragging their feet. Uh, Appreciate that super chat, Cheryl. Uh, 1.7, 2023 for love. Uh, 2QB super flex. I would do that. I would do that in a 2QB super flex, especially if you're in dire need. That is a very, very decent move in super flex. I don't mind that at all. Uh, let's see here. Looking at A-Rod, Garrett Wilson, Lazard for my Dynasty Superflex startup draft. Don't forget Odell Beckham Jr. probably heading to, to New York. Uh, A-Rod is an emotional fella. He is. He's a rare bird, and I love him. Aaron Aaron told uh, how Rogan... What is this? Rogan, he has a dark demon. Who doesn't have a dark demon, Joe? Who doesn't, Joe? You're looking for stuff, Joe. You're looking for stuff, Joe. Steve, my favorite part of Rodgers is he tells it straight. I agree. Uh, prime, this is the prime. It's, it's time to uh, calm the desert. for. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fantasy football till September, says Lon Guy. You don't need to comb anything. All the content's right here, Lon Boy. It's all right here. Um... Let's see here. Hot take. Bijan is great. No doubt. Jameer Gibbs goes later. Moon Man. Well, they're both Moon Man, Steven. They're both Moon Man. Look. The Moon Man. 
dropping loads in outer space. Bijan Gibbs. There's no bold take here, Stephen, that hasn't already been triple stamped with a double stamp. Right on screen, Stephen. These are, this is known. This is known. Um, let's hit this other news, then we'll open up the phone lines. So we got all that. DJ Chark is now a Carolina Panther, formerly a Lion, five-year, one-mil deal. Uh, this right here, Nelson Aguilar, is a Raven. Yay! Yay, Lamar. Let's let's lure Lamar back. Well, go ahead and bring in Aguilar. Yay! Look at this. Look at this news. Uh, Lance Johnson. Lance John- Johnson didn't... Al- you know what Lance Johnson didn't allow a single sack in two years of football? He hasn't relinquished a single sack in two years of football. This guy got a $33.445 million contract extension with, I believe, about 30 mil of it guaranteed. Like a little bonus. A little Here you go, Lane, for being such a monster. This is the best news that could have struck uh, a Philly... And, and all, you know, there's been losses. I get it, but they got the 10 pick. They got the 30 pick. Don't worry about the Eagles. I love that people are ripping on the Eagles. It's so funny when I, I have buddies. I have, I have, uh, I have Instagram friends. I have very close friends. I have very close enemies. I have very close, uh, this and that in all kinds of text strings and DM messages and comments and, and, and phone calls from buddies where they lose two or three guys. And you literally, these, these, it's so funny. It's so funny to watch and hear. Oh, the Eagles are falling apart. The Eagles are falling apart while everybody else is losing people too. That's the nature of the offseason. It's, it's, it's replace, it's lose and replace, lose and replace. The Eagles didn't lose a boatload. They lost a, they lost a handful of guys. They've got the 30 pick and the 10 pick overall to replace said players. They could maybe do a better job of replacing them, to be honest with you. They've retained a lot of the core guys that they need to retain. They've got the best offense potentially in the NFL when you look at the big picture. And they may draft Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs or Zach Charbonnet or trade for Derrick Henry or trade for Dalvin Cook or trade for Austin Eckler. It's all still possible. And and they retain this guy, this monster, this right tackle of a of a of a beast. I love it. I love it. Oh, they're falling apart. The Eagles. Oh God, what a rude awakening these Eagle haters are gonna have, especially the ones that say "cry Eagles cry." Like they're the ones crying. They're the one. They they didn't even get to partake. People that say "cry Eagles cry," their team, whatever fan they are, their team wasn't even in the Super Bowl. They're the ones crying as loud as they can. Uh, Marquez Callaway, he's only one Callaway Callaway. Broncos signed Callaway, formerly of the Saints, to a one-year deal. This will get interesting if they trade away Sutton or Judy. Until then, he's a he's a depth piece. He's a wide receiver 3-4 on the roster. But if they trade away, what if they trade Sutton and Judy away? I, I, look, I, I know that we kind of missed on him. He was kind of a, a show favorite. And then he didn't really live up to the hype. But I don't care. I like him a lot. He's a very talented wide receiver. And if if anybody can get the most out of him, it's Sean Payton. And he's coming over from the Saints, ironically. So there's a lot a lot of intrigue here with with one callaway Callaway. Uh, um, we'll see what happens. So he definitely needs to have uh, some opportunity open up. We talked about this already, but I want to bring it up again. The Jets very interested in at Odell Beckham Jr. The the interest is very real. Odell wants to be a a jet to play with uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
is going to come down to money, and, and and Corey Davis will probably get cut from what I'm hearing. So there's actually an opening. It's not like they're overly crowded like everyone describes. It's Miko Hartman's injured. He's not, he might not even be ready for camp, and he's, he might not even be the wide receiver three. He might be more of a special teams guy. We don't even know what their intention is with Miko Hartman. Uh, but he's a quick, nice addition for special teams, for uh, for for some spot wide receiver work, but I don't know that he's like a guaranteed like third wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr., Lazard, and Garrett Wilson. That's it's not too crowded for that. You could bring in Odell; it, it would work great. Browns side uh, signed Marquise Goodwin, formerly of the Seahawks, to a one year contract. Meh, meh is all I've got to say on that one. I could care less. DeAndre Hopkins. This is probably uh, some of the biggest news recently. Uh, is rumored to be a front-runner landing spot-wise, or, or the Bills are a front-runner landing spot-wise for DeAndre Hopkins. We don't know how much of this is in motion. We don't know how accurate this is. There's a lot of smoke going around, but from what I gather, this is very real. It's similar to uh, similar to the Odell Beckham Jr. to the Jets being very real. I would call these both about 60 to 70% likely to happen out of all the other spots that we have to look at. Hopkins may not get traded. His dead cap hit is pretty big. So it would have to be some pretty decent compensation for the Cardinals to say, we'll pay the Piper to get the draft pick. We'll basically buy a draft pick and we'll eat that dead cap for 2023 because we're not going anywhere in 2023. Anyway, we're all about 2024. Building for 2024. Look what Ryan Poles did in Chicago was patient. Bear fans almost didn't make it. They're like, what are we doing? We're getting rid of this defensive guy. We're getting rid of this defensive guy. We're freeing up money. We're going to have a horrible season. We're going to injure injure and hurt fields. Now look at Ryan Poles. Look what patience can accomplish. And if if Gannon and the Cardinals end up doing something similar and maybe the Cardinals are amazing two years from now. Maybe it does two, take two painful years. Uh, half a year without without uh, uh, with Kyler and he comes back. Maybe he misses even more than half a year just to make sure he's right. Who knows? But it, there's, it's very possible we're looking at a, a, a good Cardinals team if this is done right two years from now, but two very painful years ahead potentially for the Cardinals. Now we're going to the phone lines. Dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. I'm here for you. I work for you. Let's roll. Let's roll. Dial into the show. We'll put the topic on screen. And uh, let's take your phone calls and let's talk about whatever you want. You know, if you got anything to add on these topics, it does help to discuss um, the topics at hand. Because, you know, but I, I will certainly discuss whatever else you might have. So, Dylan and Smitty, are you t- uh, t- are you taking Watson over Amari uh, Cooper and redraft Mitch? Um, to put it bluntly, I I'm not even targeting Amari Cooper. Like if he fell to me at the right spot, I'd force myself to take him. But Mitch, I'm targeting hardcore, hardcore Christian Watson round four five, round four five. I'm targeting him hardcore. Amari Cooper, I don't even look his his direction. It's not that he can't do well. It's not that he didn't actually impress me. I looked at his stats. To be honest with you, bro, I looked at his stats. I'm being completely honest. I I looked at his stats, and I was, I was shocked at how well he did last year. I think I was biasly against him. But I just don't trust I don't trust the, the Cleveland Browns. I don't trust Deshaun Watson to a certain degree. Um, I feel like this situation is uh, just messy. 
And I, I don't know that I, I trust Cooper anywhere near his ADP. That's why I'm not going near him. It's not that I wouldn't draft him at a certain point. Like I said, I'd force myself to draft him. If his ADP fell past that line in the sand territory where it's an avoid, 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 line in the sand, he flips into a good value. Every player has a line in the sand. Uh, Watson's line in the sand is like ultra high, way above where he's going, so he's a steal. Whenever a player is going well below their line in the sand then there's value. There's value. Uh, Derrick Henry's line in the sand, as I explained at the top of the show, is like the the three, the two, three turn. So if Derrick Henry's there at 3.3, he flipped for me into a go-get in some, in some capacity, in some leagues, in some formats. It's a gray area. Sometimes the line is very gray and very long. So the line in the sand might not be one pick and flips into a, a go-get. It might be a a very big line of four, five, six draft slots. So it's like avoid, 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 and then mm, and then 3.4 instead of 3.1, he flips into a must get in like redraft, you know, or in dynasty. I'm not going after Henry at all in dynasty because I don't see the value. But is there a line in the sand? Yeah, probably somewhere really far down where I would draft Henry in dynasty just to get something for the now. But that line in the sand is probably so low. With Cooper, it's not that he can't do well. He did very well last year. I admit I was wrong in doubting him. And even coming out of the season, I'm like, I didn't really like Cooper that much. He did a lot better than I thought. Holy crap, I looked at his numbers. Holy crap, he did very well. But I still just don't buy into the situation. I'm not super high and I'm not at his ADP. Uh, I I love, yeah. Uh, Mitch says, yeah, I was surprised by his Amari stats last year. That's why you asked. It's a great question, though, because when someone asked that a couple months ago, I was like, ah, I, I wasn't a big fan. And they're like, did you see his stats? And it was like one of those players, there's like two or three players where I was shocked at the numbers. Aaron Jones was another one. I, I was, when I looked back at, at Aaron Jones, and I know everything like that on the top, off the top of my head because I'm looking at numbers so much. Um, it's, it's surprising one or two or three players every year slip past my, my, my brain because I'm, I'm focused on this or maybe an injury hit me a different way. And I just kind of like wrote the, the player off. And when they came back and rebounded, it was already too late. Like there's a lot of reasons for that. Aaron Jones and Cooper probably are the two players that played the best last year that I, I just didn't really notice how good they played. Aaron Jones had a really good year. And it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like it because there was so much um, inconsistency for a big part of the season for him. And then there was like, did Dylan, is Dylan going to take over? Is Aaron Jones going to stay healthy? What's going to happen next year? There's a lot of drama behind that. And then before you know it, the season's over. You're like, I kind of lost if I owned Aaron Jones, right? But when you look at his stats, how did he do so good if he was so disappointing? It's some players are inconsistent in that way. Um, so, you know, is what it is, but, but yeah, a good question. Uh, Donovan people's Jones is better says Thomas. I think a lot of people will consider that bold, but I don't think that's take, take a lap material. I think it's potentially possible. Trey Lance season Smitty. I would like to believe so sack town, but I trust Shanahan 0% with Trey. So I'm out as much as I'll root for him as much as I hope he gets a full shot. I think Shanahan's going to sabotage him. I think he's going to sabotage him. He already calls him a, a dual threat instead of calling him a quarterback. He calls him a dual threat quarterback. We got Brock Purdy who's a quarterback. We got a dual threat, uh, you know, hybrid over here, this running back quarterback. Uh, you know, Lance Lance and Purdy both are mobile. Like maybe Lance is a little bit better runner potentially innately. 
But like Purdy was such a mobile, good running quarterback. Why on earth would you pigeonhole Trey Lance as a, a dual threat and not Purdy? So the fact that he's talking about them differently tells me he's going to play them differently. He's going to design the offense differently. Maybe he doesn't even, maybe he keeps the, the offense designed for Purdy and makes Trey Lance fit into it until he fails and then he puts Purdy back in. I don't trust Trey Lance because of Shanahan, not because of Trey. Um, so I, I, th I think Shanahan, I think Shanahan would have been on the hot seat to get fired. If the, if the Niners didn't acquire Christian McCaffrey. And I know that sounds like a hot take to people. But you're you're misremembering if you think Shanahan was just bowling out all year long as, a, as the head coach of the, the Niners. It was a really rocky road until John Lynch, from everything that I've gathered, forced a Christian McCaffrey trade to happen. And Christian McCaffrey saved the entire team. He saved everybody. He saved everybody. It was all Christian McCaffrey. The Niners weren't going to make the playoffs if Christian McCaffrey was not acquired. That's it, it, this is that's. I'll stick to that, and that's how I feel. I I understand that everybody wants to talk about how good Shanny was, such a good coach. Uh, you know how can you say that? People are talking about him for Coach of the Year. Of course they are, because his team started winning. Why did his team start winning? I'm not saying part of it wasn't Shanahan's scheme. He's an amazing scheme uh, uh, guy. He's an amazing uh, offensive mind. He's an amazing a lot of things, but he's not what one thing he's not is an amazing head coach. And I think that you know you just look at the Niner fan base and it's divided on that topic. Even after last year, it's divided. Shanahan always takes his foot off the gas. He always chokes in the playoffs. Um, he doesn't understand when to put a quarterback in, when to not put a quarterback in. He doesn't understand a lot of personnel things. He makes a lot of personnel mistakes. I think John Lynch probably forced that Christian McCaffrey trade. And that's just how I feel about it. Uh, Jimmy nearly got Shanahan fired. No, no, no. That was Shanahan almost got himself fired. Because he's the one that kept making the Jimmy decisions, Sacktown. Let's be very clear about who decided to keep Jimmy G, who decided to not trade, uh, cut him and try and trade him when nobody wanted him. I think that Trey Lance was forced on Shanahan. Potentially, it could have definitely been the case because he seems like he doesn't care about him at all. Uh, Purdy won't even be able to throw until the season starts. Trey Lance gets a huge he a head start. Agreed, but doesn't mean that, that Shanahan's not going to sabotage him. Lynch saved that team, says Mike. I agree. I think John Lynch is a guy I didn't um a guy I didn't love until this year, and now I'm seeing him come into his own as a GM. I really like him. Please no no one bring up Jimmy G. Is it gonna hurt your feelings, Dave? I'll do my best, but if it gets brought up, it gets brought up. Um dial into the show. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Jimmy G gets so much hate. Well, it's because he's go he's gonna he's an awful downgrade of a situation. Uh, Love stars. This is uh, you're going from Derek Carr, who got blamed for everything, and Jimmy's about to understand what it's like to play uh, alongside one of the worst defenses in the league, and see how good he throws the football. How is Jimmy G not on your planet Uranus? I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it was even necessary to, to explain that. But maybe, Mitch, I need to do it. 
Uh, Eli Mitchell will have some numbers as well. Definitely a great handcuff. If he can stay healthy, he's got such a problem staying healthy. Mitchell is an injury-plagued player, and I don't know that that's going to change. Kyle didn't choke. Cowboys, they choke in the playoffs. Kyle didn't choke. Cowboys, they choke. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Niner fan. I appreciate you being here. Um, that wasn't a biased take at all. Okay. Call into the show. Call into the show. Call into the show, says Living Legend. Smitty, are you taking Watson over at Mari Cooper? I already answered that question. Appreciate that one. Uh, Shahid definitely could be uh, headed to the to to you know the atmosphere, maybe not the moon, but I do like Shahid a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people are kind of banking on Mike Thomas again. I don't think I can, not until I see it happen. Eagles getting Zeke. Zeke will take next to nothing to say. F you to Jerry Jones, says Jose. Maybe. I mean, it, I could see it happening. I could see a bunch of teams being like, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take Zeke and see what he can do. Jimmy G is circling for a, an approach landing on planet Uranus. That's probably true. Maybe he got lost and couldn't and couldn't uh, and couldn't find it. You know what I mean? Jimmy W is turning into the best Pokemon. Um, I think you you miss misspoke about Jimmy W. That's a that's a team stat, bro. For Jimmy G, it's it's a team stat. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, sure. One of the toughest, meanest looking Pokemon. Okay. Enough Pokemon, bro. This is a fantasy football show. Waddle. What about Waddle? Um, do you like Waddle? Is he a top seven to ten wide receiver to you? What are you thinking? Um. Oh, is this the question here? Tony or Waddle redraft? What is this, Sandu? What are you talking about? How are you putting Waddle and Kadarius Tony in the same in the same question? And and, and I love I love how Sandu, I love you, pal. So don't take this the wrong way. But I love how you clarify like it's gonna matter. I'm talking redraft. <laughs> Tony or Waddle? We're talking redraft. Keep in mind we're talking redraft. <laughs> Come on, bro. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Uh, Alave, Alave is a monster. What question? What does somebody have about Alave? Let's 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 find this question. Here we go. Christian Silva, who do you like more, Etienne or Alave? Probably Alave. If it's PPR or even half PPR, we're liking Alave. Alave to the moon. I love Etienne. Etienne's an amazing third round player. Go watch my ADP show where I talk about that. Uh, but absolutely love, 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 love me some Alave in, in half or even point PPR. Uh, Justin Fields um, or Trevor Lawrence Fields by by quite a bit. I, I like T Law, um, but that's yeah, that's not that's probably not close. F- Fields is taking over QB three in most people's rankings and on ADP. So that means Joe Burrow is dropping, which is absolute fantastic day to the moon. Uh, got him. I mean, there's no, there's no better way to use that button than to say we're getting Joe Burrow at 4.1 in 2023 drafts. Got him. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. And that's not a knock on Fields. We love Fields, too. Fields to the moon. He's going to have an amazing year, but Fields' rise is going to push burrow down and it's fantastic i love every bit about it 
this right here from uh, from Dave. Love my Raiders. This year will be rough to watch Renfro going to be a monster in PPR. Not with Jimmy G there, bro. I don't I don't know that Jimmy... I think a lot of people are assuming that because Jimmy G had success with Debo throwing short passes to him, that it's going to translate somewhere. And you're talking about having one of the worst defenses in the league and you have during Carr's entire reign. Bottom 4D. Across the board. And you're talking about t- getting rid of Waller. Um, and Jimmy learning a new offense, uh, even though he's got familiarity with it, uh, learning a new offense, learning and building rapport with new wide receivers, it's going to be a disaster, bro. And Renfro, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Jim, just because Jimmy had success with the, a bunch of uh, schemed up um, plays that were designed for Debo to do all the dirty work, that doesn't mean he's going to be able to knife up uh, you know, the short yardage game with Renfro. I'm sorry to say, bro, the Raiders could get there at some point. Look, my Cardinals are down and out too, so don't don't think you're alone. But no way, no way I'm, I'm banking on any Raider in 2023 at all. Even Adams. Adams, I'm out. Smitty to the moon with information, content, informative content. Thank you. Rise above. Appreciate you. Carr or Danny Dimes? Um, pretty even. I think you could argue either one. I'd probably roll with Carr, but it's close. ADP video was excellent. It's why I subscribed. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, best round to draft Burrow as a value 4.1. Go watch my ADP video, long guy. You said you're scouring the desert and internet for content when I'm creating content every day. Go check out my ADP videos. 35 minutes of pure glory on average draft position through the top 30. And I tell you exactly what's going on with Burrow. No monsters in Vegas this year. No monsters and no motivation. The hospital balls that Jimmy G is going to be tossing up for the for the for the taking to Adams to Renfro to that entire uh, unit that wide receiver room and the tight end room they're going to be trying to grab hospital balls from Jimmy G and I wouldn't be shocked mark my words Adams is probably looking at one of those injured injured years and maybe he doesn't even come back kind of like Cooper Cup didn't come back when there was nothing to play for I think Adams is going to have a really bad year and it's going to be it's going to be Part injury, part just complete disappointment leading up to the injury. Mark my words. Uh, 50, 50 minutes into this video here on March 24. Uh, Christian Silva, I traded Travis. Um, I traded Travis and Cousins for Daniel Jones. Travis Kelsey? Okay. Travis Kelsey and Cousins for Daniel Jones, ETN 1.5 and a 2025 first. I have the 1.1 for the rookie draft thoughts. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, actually, you know what? That's not too bad. That's not too bad. I think... Um, yeah, you know what? That's not too bad. Yeah, I like that. I'm sorry. Initially, I didn't know that I loved it, but you know what? ETN, that's fantastic. You get in the 1.5... Maybe end up getting an Addison or a Quentin Johnston. Um, I don't think you'll get Jackson Smith and Jigba. You could potentially get Charbonnet. If you got Charbonnet, ETN, a twenty twenty five first, that's that's really good. As much as I as much as I don't want you trading Kelsey away cheap, that's perfect. I'm sorry, the ETN part puts it over the top. That's a great trade. Nice job, Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Uh, both shut down corners. We signed both. Raiders D is going to be a lot better. 
Oh, poor Silver. I'm sorry, Silver. I know that's your team. I forgot that was your team. Raiders will have first pick in the draft next year and mess it up, says Mitch. We'll see, bro. Jimmy G is better than Derek Carr, Smitty. No, he's not new, new Noah. Take a lap for that. Jimmy G better than Derek Carr, Smitty. Noah's trying to tell me. Noah's trying to inform me. <laughs> Derek Carr's worse than Jimmy G, bro. You're about to get a rude awakening, new Noah. Uh, Mitch Cole's last comment agreed. I don't know what it was. Okay, uh, another super chat here from Christian. I already have Hall, Pitts, Waddle, and Hill stack. You're, that's great. I, I like it. Again, I, I didn't mean initially. I was like, I don't, and I'm I'm looking at it. It's good. It was a good trade. It was a good trade. You you got to get rid of Kelsey at some point, and you got ETN. That's a really good move. Smitty, if Lamar ends up leaving Baltimore, could you see them also maybe trading Andrews? Maybe, but I, I'm not expecting it. But it's uh, obviously it's possible. But I I don't think that's something they'll be targeting or attempting to do. I think that they believe in a weird way that they can win with Huntley. I don't I don't know that they fully think they're just rebuilding. They're just going to try and win games the best they can. And I think trading away everybody wouldn't be the the way to go. I don't I think they truly believe with Huntley or whoever they bring in they could win. And good for them to 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 believe in their guys. But you know I think we know the truth. They're not they're not winning. Um. Jimmy, one of the most carried QBs of all time, says Peanut Butter. I I know we're going to make some people mad, so we'll stop talking about Jimmy G. Uh, hospital balls. Yeah, we'll stop talking about those two. All right. Uh, phone lines are open. Dial into the show. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. Uh, let's see. What's this? Derek Carr has been how many Super Bowls or even playoffs? Um... Doesn't doesn't mean that that doesn't in my opinion collusion. I I don't that doesn't mean anything to me. You know, Der- Derek Carr not going to playoff games has no bearing on how good Jimmy G is because Jimmy G went to playoff games. Jimmy G was carried. We know that. Um, whether you think he was more responsible, collusion. You know, you're my guy. I don't want to I don't want to go at you on this one. But I just my eyeballs tell me Jimmy G is not a top. 30, probably top 20, 28 quarterback in the NFL. He's If he's in the bottom four, just like the, the Raider defense, so be it. But I, I think I could find 32 quarterbacks I would rather start over Jimmy G, and Cam Newton would be one of them. Yes, I didn't uh, I didn't trip and fall on my own words. That was actually, that actually came out of my mouth. I'd rather start Cam Newton than Jimmy G. Uh... We'll win at least eight games. I think the Raiders will be lucky to win six games personally, but you never know. Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl. He did? AC, he did? Oh my God, he's amazing then. <laughs> he went. So, so did a lot of people went to a Super Bowl, AC. A lot of people bought tickets. Jimmy G just watched from a different vantage point. Um, he had the best seat in the house. And and got paid to be there. That's the only difference between a fan watching the Super Bowl and Jimmy G watching it. 
Will Levis and AR-15 have more fantasy upside than than Stroud or Young? This is a great question, and let's get off the Jimmy G topic because there's no, not, it's nonsense. It's no, there's, it's waste of time. It's a waste of my breath, to be honest. Uh, Will Levis and AR-15 more fantasy upside than Stroud and Young? I don't think Levis. I think Levis is going to be a little bit of... I like him, but I don't know that I like him as much as any of the other three quarterbacks. I think he's got upside and potential in the right hands. But AR-15's got the most fantasy appeal because he's a running quarterback. I think uh, I think Bryce Young's going to impress a lot of people. He looked very, very good at his pro day performance. So did Stroud. Um, Young is just magical on the field, and he makes things happen. And his ability... Um, his ability to, I don't know, navigate problematic situations in, in cloudy, rough waters and seas is is different than even Stroud. Like that's why I love him as the number one quarterback from this draft class. I really do. Uh, Raiders picked up safety. Okay. I uh, Matt with the two dollar hauler, one keeper: AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Walker, or Burrow. You got to you got to keep uh, Garrett Wilson cuz his ADP is the highest and you can come back and redraft Walker and Burrow. Probably won't get all of them back, but definitely going to lose uh uh lose Walker if you let him fall. So um Okay, I'm done with that topic. Appreciate you though. Hoping we can get Levis or AR15. Or if AR-15's gone. I think you could maybe get Levis. We'll have to see. You know, he impressed some people, but I heard some mixed reviews on his pro day. Um, a lot of accuracy concerns for Levis. Big arm. Big cannon. But uh, some some concerns. But he could fall. He could be the one guy that falls to you. And I think that might be good for the future there. I, I, I You, you got to go after a quarterback. Because I'm not going to mention him anymore. But you don't have one. Are the Raiders the, the old Jets when it comes to defenses? Probably. I mean, they, no, not really, because they've been the Raiders' D for a, a decade, bro. They've, they've been that. They, they haven't turned in anything. They've been bottom four in the NFL for, for since they were Oakland. So. Um, Levis Cannon, good wheels, his prime. He's got some upside, some intrigue. But you like Fields, and he has five... A 12-game... Wait, where's this? But you like Fields, and he has won five of 20 games, and you're high on him. Come on, Collusion. <laughs> really? You're, this is this is the argument against Jimmy G. Fields is a top-five monster, bro. Come on. I'm not going to even entertain that with a... a a defense. It doesn't need one. You can't you can't start comparing. That's like saying and I love you collusion. I don't want to go down this road with you, but that's like saying I don't know, the sun isn't going to rise tomorrow because it didn't rise in another solar system. Like it's it, it just doesn't have any it doesn't have any bearing on anything. <laughs> fields is fields is you can see it with your eyes. Like I don't care about numbers when my eyes tell me something entirely different. I love numbers. Numbers support a lot of things. 
but like you can't you can't come you can't talk about fields and jimmy g and start talking about wins to tell a story about the two of them bro it's not even close but i love you collusion you know i love you um ar-15 only played 17 college games and didn't win at florida and good chance he doesn't start year one i don't agree with that at all i think he i'm not saying that he had a lot of experience coming in but the team that drafts him, that's going to determine whether he starts. You have no idea unless you know where he's going to go. But rookie quarterbacks start year one now. That's just the trend. If he goes to, let's say, the Colts, he's starting. <laughs> he's starting He's starting year one. He goes to the Raiders, he won't because he'll be behind um, Jimmy G because they'll want to pay. They'll want to play the guy they just paid. He won't fall to seven, so the Raiders would have to trade up to that three pick. Um I believe whoever trades up to number three will have the best shot at getting him. Right now, Stroud to Carolina feels likely. The Texans, I think the Texans go Bryce Young. And then so whoever gets him at three, whichever team it is, will decide whether he starts. There's no, there's no, that's the only way you can make that decision or that assumption. But if there's a, a quarterback in front, like let's say he goes to Seattle, then he's sitting. If he goes to Indianapolis, he's starting. You know, it just depends where he goes. Bears might win the division, making great moves. Not only will they, they they're not, they, it's not might, it's a matter of they will, Dave. Bears are winning the division. Bears are doing things. To the moon. Um, Seattle drafting AR-15. If he's sitting there, he won't be there. I, you never know. You never know. But I, I highly doubt AR-15 is sitting there past number four. They're, Bryce Young. Stroud and AR-15 are, are locks to go. If, let's say the Cardinals didn't trade this pick. Then it would be a one, two, three quarterbacks. And, and Levis, you know, maybe a team out there thinks Levis is the best quarterback. There's some analysts that have him number three or two on their board. But I AR-15 falling here, possible. Not, not likely, but... Just all it takes is the Cardinals not to trade out and something unravels, you know. But very likely, he could be number one. Stroud's the most likely to go one. Um, he's also the most likely to not drop out of the top two, period. Whereas AR-15 could go number one or he could go three. He could go as the third quarterback. Tough to say. Um, Atlanta, AR-15 to Atlanta, I would love that. I would love that. And we're we're hoping, quietly hoping this happens. But the Falcons aren't getting him at number eight. The Falcons have to trade with the Cardinals at three. And I've talked about this over and over on my show. Certainly, they're not going to give up Kyle Pitts. But if I was the Cardinals, I'd pick up the phone. Whether whether you think it's possible or not, I would play hardball. I'd pick up the phone. I'd say, Falcons, give us Kyle Pitts. We'll give you, you know, we'll give you somebody back. Um, we could even give you Hopkins if you want. We'll give you Hopkins if you want. You want Hopkins? We'll give you Hopkins. We want Kyle Pitts, and we'll trade you the eight and the three pick overall. And then the Cardinals could could draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. I would turn the Cardinals around within one and a half years. If you gave me the keys, I could turn this team around in one and a half years. I'd trade Hopkins in the three pick to the Raiders for Kyle, Kyle Pitts in the seven. I would draft Jackson Smith and Jigba to pair with Kyler. If, if, if let's say you made, it, made me roll with Kyler, I'd probably replace Kyler in the draft too. I'd I'd trade Kyler for whatever I could. I I, I would I would draft Bryce Young if he fell or AR15. 
uh, any one of those avenues would be great. Let's say I took over the job and, and I couldn't, you told me I had to start Kyler. The GM said, we're, we're using, we're using Kyler. That's the only restriction. You got the job. You can do whatever you want, but you have to roll with Kyler. That's the job requirement. Okay. I shake his hand. I become the, the, the GM or the coach or whatever. And I say, trade the three to the Raiders. I'm sorry, to the Falcons, get Kyle Pitts, give him Hopkins and draft Jackson Smith and Jigba. You got Kyle Pitts, you got Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you got Kyler Murray in a potential, uh, you know, revamped defense, and you start going that direction. I would win. I would turn the Cardinals around in a year and a half. I'd be aggressive. I'd be like Miami Mike. I'd be aggressive. And I and I agree with this. I don't think this is a knock. I think this is just facts. That Smitty would either go 17-0 and 0 or 0-17. I'm all or nothing, baby. I'm bold. I'm bold and I'm aggressive. And this is facts right here. I'd be 17-0 and 0 or 0-17, but I'd go out swinging. I'd be like Babe Ruth out there, just swing after swing. And I'd, I'd, hit, a, I'd hit a lot of them. Believe me. Atlanta trading pits would be like trading Favre. Well, let me ask you a question. And, and, and let me, uh, call in if you want peanut butter and waivers this would be a great topic right now I, I want someone to call in and challenge me on trading Kyle Pitts away uh, what about Kyler's protection I mean you gotta address that I agree but you don't have to do that with the number 3 overall pick you can coach that up you need to get the right people in place I mean look what the look what the KC Chiefs did they were out of money they spent everything on Mahomes they're never gonna be able to protect him look what they did Look what they did. Look what they did in a very short period of time. You can coach up line two if you get the right people in place. So that would be part of my objective. But you can uh, you can coach up the line. You can draft line. Uh, you know the li- linemen in like the second, third, and fourth round. You can you can coach it up big time. I wish I didn't have to work in ten minutes. Says peanut butter and waivers. Let me tell you this right now, Kyle Pitts. For anybody that says, oh, the the Ravens would wouldn't uh, they wouldn't trade Kyle Pitts away, like in this example of this uh, of this trade right here that I that I proposed, Cardinals send Hopkins in the three to the Falcons for Kyle Pitts in the number eight. Oh, they wouldn't do that, Smitty. They wouldn't. Why would they trade? They don't like Kyle Pitts. Apparently, they didn't use him. They didn't want to throw to him. They clearly don't believe in him. So what makes anybody think the Falcons love Kyle Pitts? I don't know that they do. They don't go get Lamar Jackson. They're making no attempts to upgrade a quarterback. I don't think it's that crazy or outlandish to suggest the Falcons would give him away at that cost. I think they might. As Prime just said, Atlanta doesn't respect Pitts. They don't want to give him the ball. Does anybody feel differently about that? Because I I really don't think anybody can prove that Atlanta likes Kyle Pitts. I still like Kyle Pitts. I'm still drafting him. We still get to see Ritter and him together. But I'm just saying, in general, generally speaking, I think Kyle Pitts might be more available than people think if you're saying, hey, you want the number three pick to get your quarterback? We'll give it to you. Hey, Cardinals here. Cardinals here. We'll give you the number three pick, but we we need your number eight and Kyle Pitts, and we'll give you our three. We'll throw in Hopkins. And at the end of the day, AR-15, Hopkins, Drake, London, that's a great situation. Algier, I mean, the Falcons aren't doing bad. Cardinals are doing great. And the Cardinals would probably screw it up 
and not take Jackson Smith and Jigba at number uh, eight because they'd be afraid and they always screw it up. So we'll see. Isn't Kyle Pitts a moon man? Yes, he is. Where, where AC did I suggest I don't love Kyle Pitts? Did you, did you get that from my rant? Kyler is the inverse of Jimmy G. Can't pass to the middle. I, you know, I'm not going to defend Kyler Murray until Gannon turns him around. I'm not, I'm not super into the idea of keeping him at all. But you know, get you get a rich and featured Pitts. Pitts had many uncatchable targets in 2022. He's gonna have a phenomenal year, I think. Doesn't matter. Ritter's Mariota didn't throw to him. Ritter's gonna throw to him. Maybe Ritter's got a lot to learn. Maybe Ritter's not amazing, but Kyle Pitts will survive it, and he's gonna be amazing. But do they throw to him? Do they did they sabotage sabotage his 2022 season by not putting in uh, a quarterback? No, they didn't. Or they did. They didn't help him at all. I agree, Smitty. They don't know how to use him, but they can get someone that will make him a new tight end monster. I mean, Ritter might do that. That's my whole point, is that, that he's going to survive. All he needs is a quarterback that's throwing to him. And Ritter threw to London. It was Mariota that was a disaster. And, and Pitts was kind of out of the equation, injured by the time it was really time to test out the Ritter-Kyle Pitts connection. So I don't even think it has to be. Um, yes, Smitty, didn't you say Atlanta doesn't like him or did I miss here? You did miss here. Atlanta, you, you heard correctly, Atlanta doesn't like him, but at what point did I say he won't succeed in Atlanta? I just said they sabotaged him last year. So do you think that they're 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 that in love with Kyle Pitts? No. Will Kyle Pitts survive anyway? Absolutely. He just needed the quarterback. Are they going to throw to him enough? I don't know, but he'll still do very very well. Could he be a top 1 to 2 tight end in a different situation like Cincinnati or Buffalo? Absolutely. Will he still be a top 5 monster no matter what? Absolutely. Mariota didn't throw to him, bro. He was absolutely non-existent, which was Atlanta's fault. Atlanta doesn't like Kyle Pitts enough to put a quarterback in there. Does that mean he'll fail? No. It just means it's been a long road for him. And when he when Ritter finally got in there, Kyle Pitts was injured. Atlanta, you need a blue chip QB to win. Make the trade, says Jack. I agree. I proposed it. I set it all up. I did all the dirty work. Make it happen. Um, the Falcons found amazing ways to lose games. They also did very well, like a, a, to a, to a degree. Like if if there was better coaching there at, at at that moment in time last year when they were doing pretty decent things, you put in Ritter instead of March and Mariota out there to to not complete passes and just run and like Atlanta did fairly well. If Atlanta had AR fifteen or they had Lamar Jackson. I think they'd be a much more attractive place to go so they could lure in more people. But I think they also needed to make some changes, and I think they still do. I think Lamar would be a step in the right direction. I think AR-15 would be a step in the right direction. I think Atlanta needs to 
I think Atlanta needs to have I don't know. They need to have a big big name quarterback, one that runs the ball probably. But not like Mariota where you didn't throw the ball either. Like they do need that. That's the style that they they want to deploy. AR15 or Lamar would be perfect. Um all I do is trust my eye value Kyle Pitts highly. Yeah, right, Kyle Pitts is a monster, bro. No linebacker in the league can cover Pitts. That's correct in facts. Pitts is going to explode. There's a reason he's on this list, people. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. I don't put people on this list for fun. Space moon says. I don't put people on this list because it's 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 fun. And I've even heard a lot of people this year tell me that this list is a lot of like stash players and they they feel like it's not a great moon man list (laughs) we heard that same thing last year so it is until it isn't it is until it isn't bro um the falcons found amazing ways to lose guardy already read that one thank you claws appreciate you DJ Chark to the Panthers. Don't know if you mentioned that I did, AC. It's in the news section. It's right. It's also right here on screen. Right, right in front of your face, AC. Right here. Um, not not extremely excited about it. Uh, Conquo going to the moon. He certainly is a good sleeper tight end but I am not intrigued by the quarterback play in Tennessee and the ability to move the football down the field Pitts is highly overrated I mean I get maybe underused but hasn't shown flashes in my opinion new Noah it's so funny how does new Noah this has to be the old Noah like number one new Noah is always negative he just sits there and waits and then once he disagrees with something like that's he's the same Noah it's the same Noah but this is a Noah comment, too. This is the old Noah comment. He's overrated. He hasn't shown flashes. What are you talking about, new Noah? He he had the best tight end season in the history of the NFL as a rookie. The best rookie tight end season in the history of the NFL and in fantasy football. So is that thrown out the window? Is Kyle Pitts' best rookie year ever, ever, in the history of the NFL and fantasy football, thrown out the window just because of one year where he got hurt at the end of the year or at the point in the year when Ritter was going to finally come in, when they had somebody that could throw the ball because Mariota was a running quarterback. He didn't throw the ball. So I, I don't I don't understand how he hasn't shown flashes when he's had one of the most electric rookies, the most electric rookie tight end season we've ever seen in our lives. And then the one bust year, which you could tie specifically to his situation. Um, Pitts might be overvalued, but not overrated. That's a little bit more of an accurate statement if you want to go against him doing anything this year. I see him as underrated. You know why? Because he's going in like the sixth round right now. Lamar Jackson buzz kind of kick-started an ADP increase for him where he started to go in like the bottom of five. Um, Now with no quarterback like insight, no elite quarterback insight for the Falcons, he's dropping back to sixth or seventh round territory. So 
I almost disagree with this too, DJ, but I at least respect this angle more. But he's going like around late round six, maybe top of seven sometimes because he has no quarterback. And, and I think that, yeah, while that kind of is concerning, AR-15 might be on the way. The Cardinals, I, I highly doubt that the Falcons aren't looking and talking to the Cardinals or ready to talk to them about this number three pick. I think that AR-15 is very much on the minds of the Falcons. Well, sorry. Uh, Pitts is the flash, the flashiest tight end we've ever seen, says Prime. Underrated tight end Brock Wright, says uh, Detroit fan. Okay. Pitts only needs a quality QB. That's correct. Um, Pitts might... I think I already read that. So what do you expect out of Pitts stat-wise? If the Falcons sign Lamar, for example, top two tight end numbers. I think he could be the number one tight end in fantasy football. New Noah. I, I, I'm not just saying that to, to rile you up. I'm not just saying that to be bold and, and say an outlandish thing. I don't I don't say outlandish things on purpose. I say outlandish outlandish things because I am outlandish. But New Noah, if he had Lamar Jackson, he might be tight end one. I'm not saying that Kelsey would like perform under him if he stayed healthy, but let's say Kelsey missed some time, which isn't crazy. So if Pitts was given Lamar, or let's say he's given AR-15, let's say he's given AR-15. If he's given Anthony Richardson, rookie extraordinaire athlete, and he leans on Kyle Pitts a lot, which he will as a safety net, we're talking tight end three or four. If, if, the Falcons get Lamar. We're talking tight end two, at least tied with Hawkinson, like neck and neck. And then if 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 Kelsey misses time, then Hawkinson or Pitts could be tight end one. If he gets Ritter, and the Falcons make no moves, he's still borderline top five for me. I still think Kyle Pitts could have a top five tight end season with Ritter under center. Falcons have a great owner he has to be totally frustrated uh eight overall 44 overall 24 first and 25 second for three overall peace smitty uh thank you have a good day at work i think you're going to work you said peanut butter and waivers so peanut butter waivers have a day pal have a day to the moon appreciate you peanut butter and waivers is there anything i can play for you animation wise before you go to send you off on your way to have a glorious day. And collusion, same to you. I feel like collusion. I, I didn't like the collusion and I fought. Like, this is my boy. And uh, he's apparently mad at me over the Jimmy G stuff, I think. So collusion, is there anything I can play for you that would make your day better too? Please let me know. Um, eight overall, 44 overall, 24 first, and 25 second for the third overall. Ah, that's a heavy, that's a big, that's a tall order, but maybe it happens, bro. That'd be crazy. Cardinals would do good if they did that. I'd be I'd be pretty proud of my Cardinals if they did that, to be honest with you. After the Lions traded TJ Hawkinson to Minnesota, he basically became the main tight end in Detroit. Oh, you're talking about your sleeper. Have fun, peanut butter, says Jack. Uh Jack, are you dialing in? What's going on? Skywalker. Love Skywalker. There we go. You want a Skywalker? Here you go. Peanut butter waivers. Have a day. 
Kenneth Skywalker. lightsaber swinging skywalker thank you have a good day bro collusion did you need anything played bro i want to make your day better i think uh jack uh a in tennessee is being slept on they love him i i mean we all like him i, I don't i don't know that i'd say he's being slept on i think a lot of people are are into a like i mean on this this very show i think he's mentioned four times as being a breakout so I don't know that you'll find on, on draft day he's being slept on as much as you would like. You want him to be slept on, AC. If you love him, you want him to be more slept on. But I don't know that he's going to be slept on. Um, Can't wait for the 2023 season, bro. Going to be a great time. I appreciate you, new Noah. I appreciate your thick skin as well. Guy's got thicker skin than, I don't know, a, a, a tree. Smitty, what's worse, case landing spot for Bijan, and where does that leave you taking him in redraft? Uh, let's go ahead and look at the draft board and see. I mean, worst case scenario to me is more about a crowded backfield and ruining another running back. Wherever he goes, he's going to be the guy. Um, even if he goes to, let's say, Atlanta. He's, I mean, that's bad for Algier, but Algier's out. If he goes to Detroit, Let's say that would be a, a tough spot at this point because there's Monty and Swift. I think if it was just Swift, we'd be like, we'd be a little hesitant about it, but we'd see the value because of the league leading touchdowns that uh, Jamal ran for, and you know we just know that it would be him, not uh, not Swift, that would benefit. But with Monty there now, and that let's say they just love running the ball and they draft him, that would be kind of weird. That'd be a, a weird situation. Uh, Raiders would have been horrible. Thank God they franchise tagged. Uh, Josh Jacobs so Raiders are out now now with Carr they they ran the ball well and Jacobs had a great year but getting rid of Waller um, going to Jimmy G defense not you know maybe they improved like Silver said but that would have been a bad spot for me Uh, Bears would be great Um, Eagles would be I think great but there's you know concerns about how they potentially lean on one guy. But I think you draft Bijan, you're probably not going to have those concerns, right? You're going to use him a ton. I think... Uh, I think um, Houston would be kind of upsetting because of Damian Pierce. Uh, the Jets would be obviously devastating, but that's not going to happen. But that would be... The New England Patriots might be devastating. We lose Ramondre, and we also see Bijan go to a place where Bill could misuse him. I don't think he would draft him to misuse him, but it certainly wouldn't be an amazing spot. Washington's crowded, and I don't love the system. Um, they don't get good yards per carry there anyway. Detroit at 18, if he fell there, I think that's when they would probably end up considering it, not at 6. Seattle would be devastating, but that won't happen. Chargers would be pretty good if Eckler's gone. If Eckler's not gone, it's still pretty good. Maybe he doesn't have... As big a rookie year, but he's got a bright future, and Eckler won't be there long at that point. Baltimore, I don't want that. That would be probably the one where I say they run the ball decently, but that's with Lamar there. How's it going to look now? New offense, Munkins in there, new coordinator. I don't know how it's all going to work. So I don't want him in Baltimore. Baltimore, out of all these locations that are possible, because the Raiders aren't, the Lions probably aren't, the Seahawks aren't. Um, of all the possible locations where he could go, the devastating one to me 
would be that Baltimore one. Uh, you know, you're still my guy on FF content. Um, you are the best, but with no pushback, your job would be easy. I don't mind the pushback too, so it's all good, bro. But I still can play whatever you want for. I I owe you. I owe you collusion. Um, Fields had some monster passes to a miserable wide receiver core last year and a very solid connection with Komet. I agree. I think Komet's uh, potentially a moon, uh, not a moon man, but a, like maybe a satellite man. I like Komet a lot. I think um, Fields is going to have a baller year, absolute baller year. You think Eckler will go past 11? What? You think Eckler will go past 11? I don't know what that means, bro. I don't know what that means. Eckler's not a not in the draft. <laughs> uh, did you mean Bijan? Smitty, I'm taking a lap if I go K9 over Bijan at 1.12. 12. No, no, you're not taking a lap. It depends on if it's Dynasty or Redraft, but you're not taking a lap. I don't think so. But you could get him a little later, so you almost can land both of them. If it's Redraft, you can land both of them. I think Bijan has higher upside than AP. Call me crazy, but the dude has it all. Nope, he's a, he's a, he's a number one... He's the number one running back in my book for 2023 at the end of the day. I think he finishes his RB1. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Thomas says, I'm taking... Oh, no, I just read that one. All right, guys. Uh, I'll be back. Probably be back. To, yeah, I will be back tonight. I'll be back tonight to do a draft, probably a little breaking news show. Let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, refresh real quick. Let me see if there's any voicemails real quickly. If you guys want to be a part of the voicemail crew, all you got to do is go to my Instagram, The Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Click that subscribe button on my profile. And for $4.99, cancel any time. Do it for one month. For $4.99 for one month, try it out. And DM me once you sign up. I'll put you in a private chat group where I'll play, I play your messages. And uh, um, Johnny Edwards says, Smitty, I would leave a voicemail, but I don't have a voice. Would you take the one point? Would I take the one point three and one point twelve for Tyreek Hill? Um, let's see here. Would I take the one point three and one point twelve for Tyreek Hill and the two point five? Um, yeah. Well, I probably would. I probably would in a dynasty if you can't win now. If you could win now, maybe I do ride with Tyreek. But if you're in a rebuild, I mean, you're talking about Jackson Smith and Jigba for Tyreek, or maybe you get Jameer Gibbs. I don't mind that at all. And you're getting the 112. You could get Sean Tucker with that. So I probably would take it, but only if you're in rebuild mode. And I'd, I'd ride with the old man Tyreek Hill if you could win money right now. So thank you, Johnny, for dropping that. That was one that John, Johnny had to type it because he lost his voice, I guess, or he couldn't talk. So I've read that one. Normally, I only play the voice messages. But uh, if anybody wants to leave voicemails, please subscribe for $4.99 a month. Again, cancel anytime. You can leave uh, daily voicemails on the show. I play them. I also record like I just did. I held down the button and recorded that message so you don't have to go hunting in the live stream. If you miss the live stream, you still get it. Yeah, no callers today. I don't know if my phone line's down or what. Can somebody test the phone line out for me? I mean, let's see if the phone line's working. 
I, apparently it isn't working again. Um, I just reset it again. I'm taking the Smitty approach to fantasy in 2023, only drafting super young, high upside guys, no one over 25 years old. Uh, collusion dropping a massive 10, 10, 10, I tell you, 10 memberships. Uh, he gifted 10 YouTube exclusive exclusive memberships. Absolutely phenomenal. Thank you, Collusion. Appreciate you, bro. Collusion's a monster. Maybe my phone line's down. I just restarted it, so someone at least call the phone line real quick, and let's see if it works. Big Jim got a gifted membership from Russian. Bad Sport got one. Sir Handsome uh, got one. Will got one. Chris got one. Uh, Donovan got one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Peter was gifted one. Nice job, Collusion. Okay, I think the phone line is working now. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Yes. Uh, this is Paul. Um, I'm calling out the uh, phone line for Smitty. Yeah, uh, please hold. We'll patch you through. Yep, this is Smitty. Yeah. Smitty. What's up? Yeah, your, your, your uh, phone is working. It's working. All right. Uh, was the receptionist uh, polite? No, uh, you, you, you sound fine. Uh, you sound okay. fine to me. This is uh, Carl from New York. New York. Hey, what do you? What question you got? You got anything you want to toss around? Is there anything you'd like to talk about real quickly? Thank you for testing the phone line out. Um, no, I just uh, no, Smitty. I just wanted to call and uh, just say hello and. Uh, the show, the show is great, and I just wanted to do you a favor and tell you, uh, you you're uh, fine from upstate New York. All right. Hey, can I ask and you? I, let Let me ask I'm you a question. From, uh, let me ask you a question then. Uh, Derek Henry, Derek Henry, if he goes to Chicago, do you do you like him better in Chicago or in Buffalo? Terry, try calling it again. I think Henry would be better. I think Henry would would be better in uh, in Buffalo since Buffalo can't get out of their own way uh, in terms of uh, uh, evening out an offense and taking the pressure off of uh, uh, Josh Allen. Because from from what I what I'm seeing, Allen is gonna. Or Allen's a big guy, but he's gonna he's gonna get the crap kicked out of him if they continue to. Uh, have him run, especially around the goal line and everything. Take the pressure off of him. I agree. They can do more play action. Keep the uh, defenses uh, honest and uh, establish a run game and get more 50-50. And that might put him over the top. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, pal. Uh, call in any time. I appreciate your take. I'd like to see him in cold weather, too, in, in, in that cold weather. That would be fun to watch. But I appreciate it. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm from upstate New York, but I'm not on Western New York. But let me tell you, I've gotten caught in the like effect, and that is wild. Yeah. Especially that in the cold weather. Yeah. Please. All right, calling any. Don't get me started on snow. Yeah, calling right, any time, Tom. Have a nice evening. Yeah. All right, and you uh, you test out fine. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Uh, uh, Terry, dial in. I don't know why I wasn't answering Terry, but you can definitely dial in. So that was Tom, right? That was Tom. Did he say his name was Tom? I think he said his name was Tom. 
Sometimes I forget. Tom, you're saved in the system. I'll see you calling next time. Appreciate you. Let's answer Terry's phone call. Terry was trying to call in. For some reason, Terry wouldn't let me answer both calls. I don't know what that was about. I like Fields and Fantasy, but he hasn't elevated his receivers in the past two seasons. Prime, he hasn't had any wide receivers. He hasn't had, and, and all of them were injured last year. What kind of comment is this, Prime? Fields hasn't elevated his wide receivers. Who's he supposed to elevate? Who was there to elevate last year? Mooney got hurt. Claypool's always injured. Who was he supposed to elevate? Who was he going to throw to? Prime. Terry Roberts, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, what's up, pal? What's up, Terry? How's it going? I'm good, bro. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. I want to call and talk about Kyle Pitts for a second. Okay. Because I don't think they're get. I don't think everybody's giving Pitts the benefit of the doubt because his quarterback, not to mention his coach, was extremely terrible. So, uh, uh, and like you said, uh, when when his the quarterback that they drafted from last year got. Uh, was able to play Pitts was injured so he never got a shot like he said so uh, yeah <laughs> uh, I'll be taking Pitts probably in the fourth or fifth round I think that's an absolute wait, wait until right round there. five Terry because he's definitely not going around four and and the fact that they didn't land Lamar which was kind of bumping him up a little bit to five and into the top of five he's going around six now so if you're going to yeah. take them early, don't take them anywhere but in round five if you're taking them early. And that's early. You'll get some some eyeball rolls on that one. Like, oh, your Pitts doesn't have a quarterback. Like, <laughs> so don't go don't go four. Don't go four. You can get Watson in four. You can get Jameer Gibbs in late four. You can get guys like that. You can get Joe Burrow in four. Joe Burrow is falling yeah, to 4.1 yeah. to 4.4 right now. It's absolute gift okay. from the fantasy heavens, bro. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate uh, Pitts is, Pitts, Pitts is awesome. Yeah. Needs, if this doesn't work out, he just needs a better team. Can you imagine him on the Bills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, t- it's like, wow. Terry, are you doing good? Um, I, I got to head out, but I, w- I want to make sure you're good. I, I want you to call in anytime. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, pal. Okay. Uh, sorry for the for the worry the other day. Thought I was in the hospital. Like <laughs> you said you're in Houston. So, I, my bad. Yeah, I, yeah, I read it wrong. All right, glad you're healthy, bro. Uh, Take it easy. Also, uh, while I'm on the phone, I wanted to point out we uh, uh, Smitty's merch page is uh, up and running. So it is. Uh, go get yourself some merch. Get some merch. And um, I, I think Terry might be in charge of. Terry's kind of loosely in charge of marketing here. Like he was never interviewed. He was never hired for it. But he just kind of just started doing it. Uh, but but yeah, I uh, yeah, appreciate it. You kind of like uh, the guy uh, uh, Milton from Office Space. You just kind of like <laughs> you. You don't even care if you're getting a check. You're just working hard in the basement. You got your stapler, and uh, and you're you're literally working overtime. I appreciate you. That's it. That's it. We're here to watch it all grow, man. We're gonna be here together. Yep. Appreciate you, pal. Terry Terry Roberts on yep. patrol. Hardest working moderator I have in the YouTube chat. Uh, no, I can't. I can't say that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make people upset. He's. He, you're all my children. You're all equal. Terry's just. Terry works hard. Terry, appreciate you.
Smitty has control of AZ. I, I wish I had control of AZ. Uh, appreciate you all. I'll see you all later tonight. And uh, we'll do a dynasty a dynasty show tonight. We're doing a dynasty show tonight. Get ready for it. Yeah, D- yeah, DJ. We'll be back for some best ball tonight. Um, make sure you. There's a link pinned in the live chat. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Please click on that pinned link. Oh, God, we got another. We got uh, TMT gifted. Hold on a second. TMT. I'm so sorry. Where's TMT still here? TMT just gifted. Oh, he just did it, I think. Gifted 10 YouTube exclusive memberships. Collusion gifted 10 YouTube exclusive memberships. Now TMT gifted 10 YouTube exclusive memberships. And so I'm going to stand up. monsters you little sneaky monster tmt appreciate you everybody thank tmt inclusion for gifting you those green names and all the amazing emojis everybody that got a new emoji everybody that got a new emoji i want you all to drop a brand new available to you because you've got the green name and now the little icon that lets you drop the the premium emojis i want everybody to make it rain, Bijan Robinson emojis on the way out of the show in 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 uh, in support of our guy that's about to become RB one in fantasy football, even as a rookie. You heard me, not rookie RB one, RB one in fantasy. Bijan Robinson, make it rain, Bijan. I'll see you all later tonight. Disapproves of that dumb way to draft or trade. Peace out. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed.